archives. And we're going to get started in just a second here. Again, all archives are posted on the blog, which is eSpirity-Radio 7, period, blogspot.com. Uh, we'll begin the show in just a moment. I'm getting ready to... We're going to play a selection from Eddie Benitez, Beautiful, Sun- Beautiful Sunrise, Lovers Never Quit.
And again, everyone, that was Eddie Benitez, Beautiful Sunrise, from his Lovers Never Say Goodbye CD. Again, I'd like to welcome everyone to the call. This is Nashiba of E-Spirit E-Radio 7. Be peace, love, global harmony, and healing to all of God's rainbow tribes. Peace and love, love and light. We are one. And Captain MX, welcome to the call. Hello, uh, Captain. I know he's on. He might have fell off again, uh, everyone. So just be patient for a second. He was just there a second ago. Uh, Max is here. Oh, yeah, I saw, I saw you. I know Captain was here like, a couple of seconds ago. Uh, he's still there. I don't know if he's having technical problems. Hello, Captain. Are you possibly on mute? Hello, Captain. Are you on mute? Yes, have a Oh, just looking at one there. Let's see what's Okay, there we go. All right, very good. Thank you, Ms. Sheba. Uh-huh. Uh, I was muted. I was muted from the very beginning. And I was trying to unmute myself, but I, I was very unsuccessful. First of all, I want to thank everybody for um, coming out to East Period E Radio 7 on your dial. Uh, for the first hour, we do have a very special guest. Uh, we have Lenny from J.C. Tonic, and he is going to give a presentation uh, for the first 30 minutes, and then the, the last 30 minutes he will uh, entertain questions and answers. And uh, if you're out there, Lenny, uh, are you there? Yes, I am, really. Okay, well, very, very good. Thank you. All right, well, Lenny, the, uh, the, uh, the floor is yours, sir, and take it away, Lenny. Okay, thank you, Kat. Appreciate it very much. Well, folks, uh, my name is Lenny Tensio, and I'm really thrilled to be on the call tonight because uh, I actually was in a really, really health crisis. And uh, I remember years ago uh, when the diet doctor diagnosed me, I was, you know, just 20, 24. You know, I was just, I was in early 20s, and... Uh, I remember the doctor was really concerned with me because of, you know, the the problems I was facing with my skin, uh, my my asthma was severe, I was losing my eyesight, I had severe allergies, and so many things uh, seemed to plague me that it just really made life really hard, and, and it was at times very unbearable. And uh, back in 1999 of April. Uh, I came across uh, a gentleman named Anthony Yurak, and he had this whole body tonic called J.C. Tonic. And, you know, I was like, what do you mean J.C. Tonic? You know, uh, 
I was already taking all kinds of different supplements, and me and my wife were like, she's telling me, hang up the phone, hang up the phone on the lady, you know, because we are also broke. Uh, when you're very ill, one of the things is, you know, the doctor bills are so expensive. And even though I had, you know, co-pays and I had good health insurance for my job, uh, you know, the prescriptions, of course, I had some came out of my pocket, seeing all the specialists and so forth can really literally uh, cause you to be broke. So when the lady from Canada told me I should try this JC Tonic, uh, it was funny because uh, I told her, no, ma'am. <laughs> and I hung up the phone real quick. And uh, as soon as I turned away, the phone rang again, so I answered it. And there she was again. And I said, uh, ma'am, what's going on? I, I just told you no, and I hung up the phone. She goes, yes, but uh, there, we're going to have free samples, and uh, we want you to try it at least and see if you know it can help you. And I said, I already told you I'm not interested, and I'm already taking all kinds of supplements. And I told her, you know what, the doctor already told me there was nothing they can do for me. You know, so I was really uh, in a mental state that was cranky. Um, I didn't feel good, so I hung up the phone on her again. And no, <laughs> as soon as I turned around headed back to, to my room, the phone rang again. And lo and behold, there she was again. And I'm like, oh, my God, this lady's pestering me. So I said, ma'am, uh, what do you not know about no? She goes, Lenny, you know, you told me a little bit about some of your problems, but what if J.C. Tonic worked? She goes, that's all I have to say. <laughs> what if it works? Wouldn't it be worth it? And I said, you know, Joan, uh, yeah. I said, you got a point there. So, you know, it's, it's really funny because my wife had been praying really hard, you know, not too long before uh, J.C. Tonic, the call, uh, the doctors told me I was going to die, and they didn't know how long I was going to live, but they said there was nothing they could do. So my wife was praying and praying and praying. And uh, what's interesting is that day my wife was crying and crying. And I didn't know until later on that she was crying and begging God that uh, something would come into our lives to help you know, me. And uh, that's, you know, I got that call that day. And when we went to go check out J.C. Tonic, uh, you know, I had a ship on my shoulder, and my wife was a little concerned because, you know, uh, we didn't have money to spend. In fact, uh, we were filing for disability because I also had just uh, lost my eyesight, and I was legally blind, so I, I really couldn't hold a job or, you know, nobody wanted to hire me because my, my eyesight was really, really bad. And... Uh, you know, we were literally losing our house. And just to stay afloat, we were uh, going to the food bank. Uh, I was selling off furniture in my house. Uh, I sold our, our one of our cars. Uh, we were desperate just to make ends meet each month. And it just got harder and harder and harder. So uh, when we were going to the hotel to go check out J.C. Tonic, she says, you're not getting involved with anything. And if this is network marketing, you're definitely not going to get involved. You have to promise me because I'll turn this car around. She goes, uh, we can't do anything like that. And I said, okay, and I won't do that. But anyway, we go there uh, and we get, uh, you know, to the to the hotel. And uh, there was a gentleman there, um, you know, said, yeah, we're, we're J.C. Tonic. Come on up. So we went up and uh, heard a little presentation about how the J.C. Tonic works and how it can help us and so forth. And uh, my wife says, uh, sir, we're not interested. 
because he was showing us a little bit how we can make some extra money with JC Tonic. And so we kind of shut him, shut him down. My wife, you know, she says, we're not getting involved with anything. So he said, well, you know, hold on for a second. Here, just try some samples. Well, you know, uh, uh, let me bring in uh, this guy, uh, Roger. And I'm thinking, oh, no, this is like the car business. You know, so I was kind of really nervous. Uh, here comes the manager in. And he, uh, you know, right away we stopped him in the doorway. We just came to check out the JC Tonic, nothing else. We don't want to hear nothing. I'm broke. I'm tired. I gave him my plight, you know, uh, what our situation was. And uh, he said, that's okay, Lenny and Jeannie. Uh, that's all right. Sit down. Sit down. You have, have you tried some samples yet? And I said, I did. Yeah. Uh, he goes, but please, just listen to me for a little bit, okay? And if you don't like it, then, you know, please tell me and I'll stop. But just let me know if I got something good. So he went on and so forth. And my wife, Jeannie, uh, looks at me and she says, wow, this stuff. we got to get involved with this stuff. <laughs> so to make a long uh, story short, uh, you know, we took home some extra samples, but on the way home from that little meeting of learning about JC Tonic, uh, it seemed that my eyes cleared up somewhat. And the reason why I know that is because on the way home, I'm, my wife always drove because I lost my eyesight, lost my driver's license, of course. But anyway, I had all the material sitting on my lap while we're driving home. And uh, all of a sudden, I'm just putting stuff to my face, and I started reading the little blue booklet. So my wife uh, slams on the brakes and starts screaming, and I don't know what's going on. So I said, what's going on? I don't, you know, I thought we were going to hit a tree or we we're going to get an accident, so I kind of put my head down, and she says, you're reading. And I said, what? She goes, I said, what do you mean I'm reading? She goes, you're, what, what are you doing right there? I said, I said well, I'm, I'm looking at this booklet. She goes, I can't believe you can see that. And I said, wow. You know, the lettering was big. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't real small print, but but I said, you're right. So when we got home, I said, uh, you know, Gina, I really need this stuff. Uh, just just from that little result alone, I thought, you know, I, I better, you know, I better get this stuff and I better try. And she goes, we can't afford that. You know, and she was right because our budget was, you know, like I mentioned earlier. I mean, we were eating at the food bank. We were trying to sell things just to pay our little mortgage. And, uh I said, you know, I got really sad, so I stood up that night, and she uh, she went to bed, and then about 1 o'clock, she's like, you're still up? And I said, I have to figure out how we can afford this J.C. Tonic. So she went back to sleep, and lo and behold, in my mind, I kept figuring out, figuring out. And I, I realized if I drank four, and I did, you know, tell some other people about it, uh, that I'll be able to drink mine for free, because it'll pay for itself. So I told Jeannie, uh, she woke up again, I need you coming to bed. And I said, look, I figured it out. I figured it out how we can afford J.C. Tonic. She goes, how? I said, I'll become an ambassador of health with the company, and uh, that will allow us to get the product uh, with, you know, at a discount and four bottles. I said, if I sell three of those bottles for the retail cost, it'll pay for mine. So I was really excited. She goes, hey, that ain't going to work. And I go, what do you mean? She goes, well, I want to drink it too. <laughs> so I told her, look, I'll buy two cases and then I'll sell, you know, the six bottles and we'll drink ours for free. So that's how we were able to afford JC Tonic. But you have to hear what, what JC Tonic did for me. Because, again, I was dying from immune disorder. I had tumors. My skin uh, problems were out of control. Uh, they were so bad it was like if I had lizard skin. And people that, when I was working, they told me, uh, you know, you got to go home. 
because the, the workers can't stand looking at you because my face literally swelled up, uh, you know, three times its size, and I would break out with this uh, shingles all over my face, and they were hurting and pain, and my face was throbbing, it was red. So they literally paid me to go home, and sometimes it took a month just to get cleared up. And, uh, you know, of course, they were making fun. They were calling me Lizard Boy, Lizard Man, Elephant Man, and all those hurtful things. But, you know, I had to just take it. But um, my situation was, was so bad that I, you know, I wasn't looking for J.C. Tunney to cure me in any way, but I was least looking something to help me feel better. So when I noticed it helped my eyes somewhat, I thought, yeah, I got to take this stuff. But here's what happened over time, because I took an ounce every day just like recommended. But over time, one of the things that it really helped me with was I had shingles for, I'd say, 20 years. And I don't know if anybody's had uh, hives and all those types of skin problems, but I was a miserable wreck. And in six months, drinking J.C. Tonic, I noticed those hives didn't come back. And it was it was weird because my wife said, you know, what's going on? You're, you're not itching in bed anymore. Because usually when I go to sleep, I would itch and itch while I was sleeping. And, you know, I would bleed and the sheets would be bloody and so forth. And I know that sounds kind of gross, but, you know, that was one of the things I really went through. But uh, after a while, I was bloody and she goes, right, what's going on? And I said, well, I don't know. I my skin looks better. And sure enough, uh, you know, I never broke up with those hives again. And here, for all those years, I was taking creams. The doctor had me on steroid shots. Uh, they tried all kinds of different remedies. I mean, I went to allergists, and they couldn't figure it out. And it was skin specialists couldn't figure it out. So, you know, it, it was frustrating. I thought that would I would never get rid of that. But I can tell you, J.C. Tonic took those hives away, and I've never had them ever since. Now, I started in J.C. Tonic in 1999, and it's already 2015. I have not experienced the, the hives in that sense where I broke out every day and burning and so forth. So, uh, you know, it was thrilling. And uh, as time went on, because I kept drinking the tonic, uh, my allergies that I had for years, in fact, I took shots for five years straight in a row, I would take it two to three times every week. And uh, the allergist told me, you're allergic to everything, Lenny, uh, inside, outside. Uh, we don't know. But anyway, those shots never did anything for me. And, uh, uh, you know, again, it was one of the problems I had going through life. So uh, after a while, we've noticed that I wasn't getting allergic reactions, especially to cats. I mean, if I was around a cat, I would break out in a full-blown asthma attack. Of course, I would have the, the hives, and I would get, you know, wheezing and everything. And my wife was cleaning the house because she does, she, you know, she had a little cleaning business. So I went with her one time, and, you know, I already had been on the tonic for quite a while. And she goes, oh, no, I heard her screaming upstairs. And I go, what's, what's going on? What happened? She says, they have a cat. And she looks at me like, you're not sick? <laughs> And she, I said, no, I, I, no, it's not bothering me. So uh, we said, J.C. Tonic. We looked at each other and we said, it's got to be the J.C. Tonic. But, but anyway, to make a long story short, uh, my allergies really got where they didn't bother me anymore. 
Uh, I had no problem with being outside in the pollution anymore. I didn't have problems with dust, animals, or anything. So I know that J.C. Tonic's the one that did it because I didn't do anything different. And I'm telling you, the shots didn't work on me. <laughs> they did not work on me. In fact, the allergist told me, don't take that, that tonic because you might be allergic to it. And he gave me this, you know, he kind of scared me a little bit, but I told my wife, no, I'm going to try it. So uh, you know what? After six months being on the tonic, I never had to go back to the allergist ever again. And till this day, I don't need an allergist, okay? So I had many things that JC Tonic did for me. Another one was I've been an asthmatic for, you know, since I was five years old. And, of course, you know, I went through the inhalers, the pills, and all that stuff for many, many years. And in time, uh, JC Tonic started to even work on my asthma problems. Now, it didn't happen, you know, it took a few years. But I noticed because I stuck with JC Tonic every day, even the asthma symptoms started to subside. And, uh, you know, my wife and I looked back and we looked like today, and my wife says, you know what, I've noticed you haven't used your inhaler for a long time now. So, you know, what's up with that? Because usually when it's winter and it's really cold or if I laugh too hard, usually my asthma will kick up a little bit. But uh, I have not had to use my inhaler for a long, long time. And it's exciting because, uh, you know, there was times where I, you know, went somewhere without my inhaler. And you know, I'd, I'd get sick, and then I couldn't breathe, and my wife would rush me into the emergency, and, you know, I had to go through that all through my life. And now, because of JT Tonic, uh, when it kicked in to help me with the asthma, uh, I don't go back to the doctor for that. And, it, it, and it's, it's a relief because I'm telling you, folks, it's so scary to go somewhere and go into one of those attacks. So J.C. Tonic, uh, that was another fantastic thing that J.C. Tonic did for me. And, I mean, I have a, a huge story of, of a lot of the health issues I had. But, again, the tumors went away. Uh, you know, I didn't uh, – it was, like, incredible because when I did go back to the doctors to check, you know, whether if it was for my eyes or for any other thing that I had before, they couldn't believe the progress. In fact, they used to say, well, what are you doing? And I said, well, I start taking this stuff called J.C. Tonic. So I give them the information, and they're like, yeah, right. You know, they roll their eyes, or, you know, they didn't think, you know, that it could be the tonic. But me and my wife knew that it was the J.C. Tonic. That is the only thing that we did different. So, you know, uh, folks, I mean, I can go on and on about J.C. Tonic. And uh, one of the things I do want to tell you that really excited me once I learned about it was that it works the whole body. And I know that might sound kind of strange for some of you folks who are on the call tonight because even me, I, me and my wife used to buy different products, you know, to help with different problems. You know, I don't know if you've ever been to a health store, but, you know, if you go in and ask, what can I do for the skin? What could I do for my liver or kidneys? I mean, they'll send you to different products. So by the time you leave the store, you know, you've got, multiple products and you spend hundreds of dollars and you had to take those every month. And a lot of times I think my wife had me up to 16 different types of capsules and pills and so forth. And you had to take it three times a day. I mean, that got really hard and very expensive. So when they explained that JC tonic worked the whole body, uh, it was a concept that I, I couldn't grasp at first. 
But, you know, in time, I knew it worked the whole body because a lot of my problems went away. So I wanted to tell you tonight that JC Tonic works all of the systems of the body simultaneously. So whatever problem you may have, JC Tonic puts the body in the position so your body can heal itself. Okay, that was one of the things I, I couldn't understand because, you know, you hear other companies saying uh, our products do this and they cure that, and really you can't use those words. But JC Tonic literally helps your body to be in the position to heal itself. And when I finally understood that, and because my body got well, I knew they were not lying because I was truly, you know, a, a true testimonial to that. So I know a lot of you folks might be taking supplements now or you might be suffering from some kind of illness, but I'm here to tell you that if you just try JC Tonic every day, uh, one ounce, that's what I did, one ounce, and in time you'll see that you'll get better and better and better. Now, there is one thing that uh, some people get confused with, and I wanted to mention that also on the call, is that sometimes your body will go forward and then it'll go backwards. So let me give you an example. So my skin at first with the hives, it seemed to get better, and then all of a sudden it broke out a little bit, and it get better, and then it break out a little bit, but it kept getting less and less breakouts. So in time, you know, when it really kicked in, I didn't get those hives anymore. And Dr. Bruce Fife, who lived here in Colorado Springs, uh, he told us what was going on with our body. In fact, he wrote a book called The Healing Crisis. He says, Lenny and Jeannie, let me explain to you how the body works. He goes, now, J.C. Tonic is very powerful, but your body has a way of cleansing itself and healing itself. And he says, when you give it something good like J.C. Tonic, your body first has to get rid of all the toxins, has to cleanse your blood and your system, and when you go through that detoxification period, he says, you'll get the symptoms or you'll feel like you're getting the flu or a breakout or a headache. And he says, that's okay. He goes, that means the product's working. Okay. It's called the healing crisis. And he says, it's a process that the body must go through in order to get well first. He says, your body will not get well unless it purges the system of all those trapped poisons and toxins and all those things are really deep in the body. He said, in fact, it's like an onion. So if you keep taking J.C. Tonic every day, he said, it's like an onion. It'll start to, un you know, like layers of onion skin. He says, your body will go through this cleansing, and in layers, it'll push out all these problems. So he said, sometimes you might see your symptoms get worse before it gets better. And I'm just really happy that he told us that because it helped me to stick with it. So when I went through the ups and downs, I knew what was happening. And I didn't run to the doctor and try, you know, get by antibiotics and so forth. Because he says, you know, Lenny, a lot of times when you run to the doctor to get some medication or whatever, he says what will happen is the medication will cause uh, the heating crisis to stop. He says that process will stop. And what will happen is the medication will hide the problem again. Because it doesn't get you well. Medication doesn't get you well. He says, don't be fooled. 
He says, sometimes a person gets pain and they take a painkiller or whatever. He says, the pain went away, but it did not get rid of the problem. He says, what it did is it buried the problem into your body. So eventually, you're going to have to take higher doses of pain medication because your body fell through that. He says, but naturally, your body will get better and better and better until the symptoms will, will go away. And that's exactly what happened to me. So, Captain, I know I can go on and on, but um, uh, I know the folks here. I, I don't. I'm not trying to sell you on JC Tonic, but because of what JC Tonic did for me, that's why the captain invited me to this call. Because so many people are, were suffering like me, and I, I'll never forget uh, Joan Schick. She's the one that told me about it back in 1999, and I don't forget her because if it wasn't for her telling me about JC Tonic. I probably would be dead, and, and that's the truth. So, Captain, uh, you know, if anyone has any questions, I'd be happy to answer those. Captain? Yeah, I don't see any callers in queue. Uh, anyone, okay. if, if you have any questions or anything, feel free to star six in to the queue. At this time, there's no callers in queue. Well, I'll, I'll go ahead and talk a little bit more about the JC Tonic, if you'd like, because I do know a lot about how it works and, uh, you know, how it works into the system. I know I rattled on a little bit about my story because I get so excited because I'm literally healthy today and, uh, you know, uh, I have a physical every year. And I went in not too long ago in January Doctors came over, did all kinds of tests and so forth, and they said, Lenny, for your age at 53, you have a really, really young body. <laughs> and I'm not kidding, folks. My hair is still dark black. Uh, I'm in the best shape I've ever been. And, you know, I, I'm at the weight I'm supposed to be at. I've got muscles. Uh, my skin, like I said, looks healthy. Uh, people even that I've met in the past, uh, you know, going to high school and so forth, uh, you know, I've met some of them just recently, bumping into them, and they're like, you're Lenny Atencio, and I said, yeah, and, you know, of course, I didn't recognize them, you know, because they don't have all their hair, they're kind of out of weight and so forth, and I said, how do you know me? They go, well, we went to school together at North High School, and I said, really? You know, so we started laughing and goofing around, and they said, how do you look so young? And in fact, one of my friends said, it looks like you can go to North High School right now and go to class. That's how young you look. And I said, whoa, wow. I said, well, thank you very much. He goes, how do you do it? You know, of course, I told him about J.C. Tonic. But one of the things my wife was really excited about, and I want to explain how the J.C. Tonic uh, really uh, works on all the glands of the, of the body. And before we got J.C. Tonic, my wife went to the library to do research. And she found that if you can keep all of your glands balanced and cleansed, that, you know, you'll have more optimal health. So, you know, my wife was really excited to find that because, you know, she was having some hormonal problems and so forth and different glands not working. And she says, Lenny, I know this can help you, but we went, you know, to the health store, and, of course, again, you know, they tell you, well, you got to take this one for the pituitary gland, you got to take this one for, you know, melatonin. You know, by the time you would leave, you'll, you'll spend a ton of money. So when my wife found out that J.C. Tonic does all the glands just with the one product, I mean, that's what sold her to even want to, uh, you know, to, to take it. 
Well, once she found out that Jason Connick worked all those glands, uh, she got excited. And guess what, folks? She even got well because she was just getting ready to go through that menopausal problem. And uh, she was having a really hard time with the hot flashes. She would have these, you know, really bad cramps and, and get really sick. And, of course, I used to rush her into the hospital, you know, all the time. Uh, you know, she'd bend over and everything. And the doctors were like, well, you know, she's, got, she's going into menopause. And, you know, they tried the progesterone creams and all the different types of stuff that they had. And my wife never got better. So when she started taking JC Tonic, after three months, her hot flashes went away. It was just, I was like, wow. Because usually the sheets were real wet because she would be sweating. And then she would open up the window even in the wintertime. I mean, it got really cold. <laughs> I mean, there was times where she froze me to death. But I noticed that. She wasn't moving around, rolling around in the bed, and the sheets were dry. And I said, you're not getting the hot flashes, are you? And she goes, what do you mean? I said, you're not getting the hot flashes. You're not acting you know, like you usually do when you're sleeping. She goes, you know what? You're right. And sure enough, she started gauging it, and no hot flashes. And they never came back. My wife is 68 years now, years old. Oh, she's never had those problems. I mean, she went through the... Um, change of life with no problems because you found J.C. Tonic at the right time, and it worked on all those glands. And I kid you not, folks, my wife took a physical, a really deep physical. I mean, they wanted her to do the bone scan. They wanted her to do the blood test because of her age. They were afraid that, you know, she might have something. So she went through this whole gamut of, you know, heart specialists, the blood, all that work and stuff like that. And when we got the results, they were amazed. They came back and said, holy cow. They said, Jeannie, we cannot believe the health condition you're in at your age. There has to be something wrong, especially because your history, you know, because my wife's history uh, has, uh, you know, diabetes. Uh, they got, you know, they got uh, heart conditions and all kinds of problems. So, you know, they were positive that my wife was going to have something. And, uh, nope, the results were negative. They said, we've never seen a person your age with this healthy of blood, your arteries, your heart. Uh, they said everything is functioning the way it should. And uh, one of the things our primary doctor was concerned about was my wife wasn't going to get enough vitamin D because we don't take supplements like that. You know, we take the JC tonic. So, uh, you know, they did all the tests on, you know, if we were vitamin deficient. So they came back and I said, well, what about her, you know, vitamin deficiency? Does she, does she need vitamin D or calcium, like the doctor said? And they said, no. They said, in fact, her levels are exactly where they should be. Are you taking any supplements like that? And I said, no, no. I said, we just take the JT tonic. And, of course, we had the literature there and we showed them and so forth. And this was just recently, folks, just recently. My wife went in to do all these tests because... You know, they want you to do the colostomy. I mean, you know, the, I mean, where they check your colon for cancer and all those different things. But uh, they were just totally amazed. And we know it's the J.C. Tonic because we've been drinking it now for, since 1999. What's that, 15 years? So we still take J.C. Tonic till this day. And we just take an ounce. And we, it, you, we do it to maintain our health. And I'll tell you, uh, it's, it's fantastic. So that's why... I, I just can go on and on and on because I am grateful. Uh, I don't know about you, but if you're suffering from any kind of illnesses, 
I mean, it's miserable to live. And there was a time where I literally told my wife I wanted to die. That's how bad I felt. I really wanted to die. And now I love life. I'm living life. Uh, you know, I don't have those physical problems. Me and my uh, wife Lenny, have... we do have a, a <laughs> list. Okay. I'll be happy yeah, we do have a, a caller. Okay. Sure. Uh-huh. And a welcome in a nine seven zero nine seven zero. Welcome to the call. Thank you very much, Ms. Sheba. Hello, nine seven zero. Hi. Can you hear me? Again, Hello. anyone yes, has Ah, there you are. Uh huh. Nine seven zero here. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Ah. Yes, I can hear. Hi. Oh great. Hi, Ms. Sheba. Hi, Max. Hi. And um Captain, and um, I I have a question about uh, the product. I have attempted to take it off and on several times, and I can't seem to get over the health crisis, you know. It's like if I I really stuck with it, I'd be in the bathroom all day long. Mm -hmm. So... um, and and the same has occurred for other people that I've recommended it for. So mm-hmm. tell me something good about that. <laughs> okay. Now, how much tonic are you drinking every day? I started with an ounce, and then I cut back. The last time I did it, which was um, three days ago, a quarter mm-hmm. of a teaspoon. Okay. Are you drinking and with I, water? Um, I have had it straight, and I've also had it in a smoothie. Okay. Okay, let me tell you, that's a good sign, though. <laughs> and I know that's not great. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and the reason why I know this, because I've helped thousands of people, and a lot of, some of my close friends had the same problem you did. And a lot of times, oh. the colon needs to be cleansed out. So the body is trying to say, Cleanse, 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 uh, because mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know if you're aware, but cancer starts from the colon. And yes, the yes, colon I am aware, and yeah. I was doing wheatgrass for quite a while, but then I started doing this, and my body was just constantly loose. Yeah, that's good. That's uh, good, huh? Yeah, Dr. Whoa. Bruce Fife told me, you know, because I had a lot of people that were telling me the same thing, and I had access to talk to him because he lives in the same state I do. And we became pretty mm-hmm. good friends. And he goes, many mm-hmm. people, they need to use the bathroom. So um, they just need to keep going through the process. However, you're doing the right thing. Just keep your dosage down, drink a lot of water, and it eventually it'll reverse. And then your colon will be healthier. So don't wow. be afraid to eliminate. He says, you know, people need to eliminate, and that's so important to get the stomach back in shape. So, yeah. Well, I really didn't have a, a, a challenge with eliminating. You know, I go three times, and that would be normal. But this was like a constant um, liquid. and I mean, it's a good thing I don't work because, you know, my job has been in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I know. I had a friend. He was, Eddie, what's going on? I can't work. <laughs> but so, he got well, yeah. Okay, so do you think I should um, stay with a quarter teaspoon or go back to the the ounce, or or what do you suggest? No, stick with your quarter teaspoon. 
just so okay. it'll pass so it won't be so hard, you know. Okay. It okay. will reverse. Some people take longer than others, uh, but that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, Dr. Bruce Five said that uh, eventually your your system will start to, you know, balance out in those areas. And that's one thing that I love about great. the tonic. Yeah, because it'll push the system until it gets better. And okay. then it'll reverse. Mm-hmm. My, now, my wife is the opposite. She was constipated for years and years and years for, since she was a little girl. And when she wow. first started taking the tonic, the tonic didn't help her with that. It wasn't until years later when that finally kicks in and she's been regular ever since. Mm-hmm. But it, she was really concerned because she was the opposite. She was plugged all the time. Right. And, but after, you know, the years of using it, the tonic, and all of a sudden it just kicked in and everything's fine. So, yeah. Oh, great. Well, I I love what you reported about her hot, hot flashes because um, I've been having hot flashes for um, 16 years. Oh. <laughs> I'm so done. I'm ready for them to be over. So... And I recently just sent my brother a bottle of the tonic, and he has um, hepatitis C. Mm-hmm. Um, any recommendation on that? Um, he just yes. started today. Okay. Uh, have him take, uh, you know, just the ounce. Don't have him take too much. Okay. And again, if, if his symptoms seems like they're going to get worse at first, that mm-hmm. means it's addressing the issue. Okay. A friend of mine, uh, he said he got sick. He called me up, chewing me out at first. He goes, Lady, I, I feel sick, like I'm getting the hepatitis again. And I said, well, that's okay, just, right. keep, taking, just keep taking it. And sure enough, two weeks later, uh, he said he called me back up, and I thought, oh, no, he's going to give me bad news. <laughs> mm-hmm. He goes, you know what, I got incredible energy. He goes, I felt like I was going to die. He goes, then oh. I woke up. And he goes, and I wow. Energy he's never had before. In fact, he never told me that why he didn't like to, you know, have because he wasn't, you know, we have picnics and he wouldn't play basketball or anything. He would just stand there and watch. Ah, uh huh. Okay, he, he said the energy was never there. He just didn't tell anybody. But he says mm-hmm. when the tonic, when he felt like a new man, he said he went with the son and they were playing basketball for hours. Wow. Oh, that's great. And 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 it's best to take it in the morning versus in the evening. No, there's no really set time, but I like to take mine early morning. Okay. Uh, however, now this is a good point here <laughs> for anybody else who's using JC tonic. If you're having trouble sleeping at night, you can take it right before you go to bed, and you will start to sleep really good and sound. But you, oh. you, can, you have you have to shut off the TV. You can't have you know you can't be reading. You have to say okay, I'm going to go to sleep. Shut off all the lights. Take a, mm-hmm. your tonic and go straight to bed, and uh, it'll do incredible stuff for your sleep. Oh, wonderful! Okay, well, thank you so much, all of you. I really appreciate oh, your your work. Thank you for calling. Okay, thank and- you very much. Our listeners, we have about 10 minutes remaining in this segment. So if you'd like to come into the queue, please star six in uh, to the queue. So, again, we're going to be closing that this segment in about 10 minutes. So star six in if there you have any questions or comments regarding J.C. Tonic.
Yeah, and I want to give uh, the folks a tip, too, if you're drinking JC Tonic or if you're thinking about starting it. Uh, one of the things is, is take an ounce or less, okay? And there's nothing really to be afraid of. Dr. Daniel uh, Mallory is another expert on herbs. And uh, he had told, uh, you know, our company uh, that uh, the tonic, because of the formulation that Carl Urek put together, he said it was really gentle on the system. In fact, he says it's one of the safest products he's ever seen that's herbal. And uh, he told us that the bitter taste is good. And here's why. He says bitter is better because this tonic, even though it's bitter, will trigger your glands to start functioning properly. So he says that bitterness, people don't realize that bitter will, will activate the glands and get the glands healthy. So he goes, don't mess with the bitter taste. He says, make sure Jay-Z done and you drink your time. And he says, uh, if you swish it in your mouth before you swallow it, okay? I know that sounds crazy because it's bitter, but he says, if you swish it in your mouth for at least 30 seconds, it's going to help your gums, your teeth, and it's going to get rid of, you know, if you have gingivitis, if you have, uh, my, my daughter had to go in for a root canal, and she had set this root canal up for, you know, in three months she had to go for the root canal. Well, we had got the tonic, uh, you know, like two months before she had to go for this root canal, and I told her to swish it in her mouth and everything, and she goes, ah, that tastes horrible, but I had her do it, she did it. So when she went for the root canal, I kid you not, then it says, okay, uh, Michelle, uh, you know, we're going to do the root canal and everything, but we're going to take x-rays just to make sure that, you know, what we got to work at. So she did the x-rays. doctor came back, and my daughter says, she's itching, you know, scratching her head. And she says, Michelle, I don't know, I understand this. She says, uh, the x-rays show that you don't need a root canal. But I have the other x-rays, the ones I took way before, and this shows you need to have the root canal. She said, what, are you, what did you do? <laughs> and we know the dentist, too, because that was our dentist. But uh, her name was Dr. Tamarack. And she told my daughter, uh, you go home. <laughs> you don't need it. So my daughter called us up right away and says, Mom, Dad, you should, you're right. The tonic to help my teeth. I didn't need to get the root canal. I mean, she was just so thrilled uh, because we told her to swish it in her mouth before she swallowed it. And we've had hundreds and hundreds of people say the same. And even me, I mean, I've been cavity-free for years because I've been doing that with J.C. Tonic. And when we have to go get our teeth cleaned, they said, you don't need to be cleaned. And I said, what do you mean? I said, you know, they said, come in uh, every, you know, two or three years. <laughs> I said, really? They said, your teeth are clean. I don't know what you're doing, uh, but uh, we can't understand why, you, you know, you don't need no teeth cleaning. So I know that J.C. Tonic does that, and even though I'm 53, I still don't have no dentist problems, and my wife doesn't have any teeth problems either. And one thing I just want to tell you, because I know the time's going by fast, too, uh, my mom's 77, and we have her on the J.C. Tonic, too, uh, and one of the things that blew my mind is because she swishes in her mouth, and this happened about four years ago. Uh, she had two of her teeth grow back. Little, they're not full strength, but two of her teeth grew back on her, on the back teeth. And uh, she has those. So it was just mind-boggling. So if your body needs something, the tonic will help it to help the body to, to fix things. 
And uh, it's just incredible. I mean, the longer you've been on it, the more proof will, you know, you'll see that this stuff really, really works. And that's why I've been on it for 15 years. Uh, because I know if I do it without it, because there was a time period, I did, you know, felt like, oh, I'm, I'm fine. I don't need it anymore. So there was a time period that me and my wife got off for a while. And I kid you not, even though I didn't get all my illnesses back, but I just could not function properly. I mean, I was like, something's wrong. I'm sluggish again. And there we were going off to the health store again, trying to get a, you know, some energy stuff and all that. And my daughter goes, what are you guys doing? She goes, ain't you guys taking the tonic? And we stopped and looked at each other and I said, oh, sh- why did we get off the tonic? So we get back on the tonic. And sure enough, <laughs> Start regaining the energy, the mental clarity start coming back. So uh, we will never get off the tonic ever again. And, and Anthony's father designed JC Tonic to, you know, continue to protect the body from getting, you know, all these crazy illnesses that are people getting today. Will I die at one point? I'm sure I will. I mean, a person's not going to live forever in this in this world, right, as it is. But if you can be healthy all the way up until that time, I mean, to me, that's worth it. Uh, so I recommend that people take JC Tonic. And the captain uh, can give uh, the website where you can go to to actually go buy it. Because I'm not selling it here on the call tonight. But I wanted to be here to share my story. Because if you're in any condition of, of needing better health or maintaining your health, I, I tell you, try JC Tonic. And you don't need to go to the store and start buying all kinds of different supplements and all kinds of different things. If you just take JC Tonic and do your best to eat some, you know, good salads and so forth, you don't need to get all that other stuff. Uh, me and my wife and my family members are a testament to that. I mean, you know, we're not buying all kinds of stuff, vitamin Ds and Cs and Bs and Es and all that other stuff. Uh, we have not had to buy all that stuff. And again, like I mentioned on the call, when my wife went to go check those levels of the vitamins and so forth, they said she was in excellent condition. So it was the tonic uh, that continues to do that for us. So uh, I think that's my 10 minutes, I believe. Oh, no, no. We're, well, we're going to catch you for a moment, if you don't mind. We have another another caller, oh, okay. if you don't mind. Sure. No, I do uh, not mind. Uh, 330, welcome. Hello, uh, everybody. I heard what you said, yes, but um, I don't know where Captain is. So can I ask you what the website is? I believe... Yes, the website, sir, is captain.uric.com. It's captain, C-A-P-T-A-I-N, dot uric, J-U-R-C-K, dot com com that's the website and then sir if you would uh, read all the testimonies there and there's various medical testimonies and you'll see the uh jc tonic and it is a natural uh natural uh, herb and uh i'm taking it today for my arthritis and i'm telling you uh i will not go a day without it and i do take one ounce per day well, um, I am more interested in what's in it and the ingredient list, and if there's an ORAC factor for this product. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, go check that out. But uh, I don't think they have the ORAC on there, but uh, one of the features of JC Clooney that um, I learned about is that it gives your body oxygen. It, it helps the blood to, to get the oxygenation. And you, know a lot of the people, you know what the ORAC factor is? I don't know what the ORAC score is, but I know JC Tonic is very high in it um, because of people who had asthma like I had or altitude problems. I don't know if you live in Denver because 303 is a Denver, uh, but uh, it really no, helps. Wait. Excuse me. Uh, you were saying that it's very high in it. What's it very high in? In oxygenating the blood. So it gives your body this incredible oxygen levels. Well, that is totally uh And the oxidant the, the antioxidant uh power in it is just phenomenal. Um, one of the things J C Tonic does, I know a lot of people look at the Orex score because that's one of the things I uh I checked out myself, you know, when I look at different products that I help people with. But uh, uh J C Tonic oh. really helps the um, okay. those levels be just incredible. But check it out because uh, is there a number on this product? No, Anthony never had a number on the product like other companies have because it's a, you know it's been around for quite a while now, and I know a lot of companies okay. have a frac score. Well, it sure sounds pretty good, so I appreciate your time. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. Yeah, and one thing, folks, uh, uh, remember, JC Tonic helps the whole body, so. I mean, I know that's hard to comprehend, but if you if you just drink it every day, it'll start working on all all the issues your body has. See, because if your body's strong enough and your immune system is really powerful and working properly, no matter what you have, it seems to address the issues through time. And like I said, I had multiple problems since I was a little kid, and I'm 53 now, and I have no problems, okay? There's been uh, a 10-year stretch where I have had no problems. I get no colds. I don't get flus anymore. Uh, it seems, you know, when I tell people how I used to be, they laugh because they think, you don't look like you've ever been sick. So I have to have pictures. <laughs> I carry my pictures around, you know, with my bad skin condition I had and so forth. I show people, and I say, here, look, here's the proof. <laughs> and they look at me and say, wow, Lenny, we can't believe you went through all that kind of stuff. Uh, because today uh, I have tremendous health and no problems, okay? no blood issues, no sugar, diabetes. My dad died from prostate cancer. Uh, they thought I was going to have all that. I have no problems whatsoever with prostate problems. Even the doctors can't believe it because it's hereditary in my family. And, you know, a lot of my family members died because of cancer. I have no signs whatsoever. Okay. I know it's got to be that tonic because before J.C. Tonic, remember, I had tumors. I was really ill, and I thought for sure I was going to die. So just try it. If you don't believe me, just try it. Okay, guys, I could go on and on, but uh, I am so honored to be here on the captain's call, and uh, I just want to thank you again for inviting me, because I want to help people. I hate see seeing people suffer, and it doesn't matter how old you are. My grandma was 93 years old when she started on JC Tonic, and she lived the rest of her life very good. She wasn't suffering anymore, because 
uh, we felt bad, me and my wife. We went over to the house. She says, Lenny, I feel like I'm going to die. She goes, I feel good from the neck up. She goes, I said, Grandma, why don't you try this pony? She says, oh, no, no, you know, my son and all them, they don't believe in all that stuff. They won't let me have that. I said, please, Grandma, just try. I said, just hide it in your drawer. <laughs> I even gave her some, and I told her, just take a teaspoon. And I kid you not, my grandma, because she hadn't been able to leave the house because she was so weak, three days later, she called us up, and she was at the shopping center. She was shopping. She was buying groceries. She even went to Canada to go visit her daughter, and she got to travel a little bit. And she was active again. And, uh, you know, so she lived uh, all the way up to 96. And, uh, of course, she finally died. Her body gave out. But she was so thankful because at least she wasn't dying in bed. Okay? So it was, it was a wonderful uh, experience that my grandma was able to, to feel better before she died. So it doesn't matter how old you are or what your problems are. Just got to drink it every day and uh, let your health get better and better. All right, Captain. <laughs> you might have to cane me out of here. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll tell you what, Lenny. I want to thank you so very much for your presentation of J.C. Tonic. And once again, uh, guys, it is J.C. Tonic. And uh, there is a website out there for you to take a look at. It's captain.uric.com. That's Captain C A P T. A-I-N dot Uric, J-U-R-C-K dot com, C-O-M. And uh, you will take a look at that product and read the stories of the, very, the various uh, people who gave their testimony. And then you make a decision uh, about your health. And once again, uh, 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 Lenny, I want to thank you very much, sir, for being uh, who you are. And we really appreciate you, sir. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Thank you, sir. And Lenny, and you're welcome to stay uh, stay and listen on or, or participate in some of the questions and answers because I'm, I'm going to give a um, uh, some intel uh, regarding what's going on in today's uh, world. And if you wish to uh, stick around and ask questions, you can do you can do so, sir. I will. Thank you. You're quite welcome. Very, very good. First of all, I want to welcome everybody to eSpirit E Radio 7 on your dial. And uh, first of all, I want to say hello to my co-hosts, Nashiba and Max. How are you guys doing? Doing very good. How you doing, Max? Multitasking. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> uh, I'm doing well. Thanks, right. Nashiba. All right. Well, very good. Well, uh, first of all, let me lead out by saying that um, uh, this weekend. If anybody who have not seen the speech that the president gave over the weekend at the Edmund Pettus Bridge in Selma, that was a powerful speech. Not only was it powerful, but it was one of the best speech I, I ever heard this president give, besides the racial speech that he gave in the very beginning of his presidency. Uh, this was the most powerful, one of the most powerful speeches I have ever heard that any president gave. And I do want to correct some things. Yes, there were several Republicans present. And one of those Republicans there was President, former President Bush, 
and his wife, Laura Bush. And there were several other GOP members there. But it really wasn't that many there, but there were some there. Uh, it was well over 100 Democrats who were there, but just a handful, you can say no more than about four or five that was there to represent the GOP. And uh, once again, we want to welcome them uh, uh, for that. And maybe perhaps uh, in the future we can really work together because, you know, guys, you know, we have to work together, whether we're black, white, brown, red, yellow. It doesn't make a difference. We have to live and work together on this planet for the betterment of this planet. We have to work together. You know, there's no way of getting around. You know, color should not be an issue at all. It really should not be an issue. Because if you think you have problems with that, wait till our galactic friends get here. You're going to see people who are blue, who are red, who are green, who are orange, who are yellow, who are black, who are brown, who are white, and some even look polka dot. So I'm, I'm letting you guys know that these beings exist, and they will be joining us very, very soon. So you have to get over that that issue because because if you don't get over the issue, then you will not be here. It's as simple as that. You will not be here because you hold such a prejudice like that. And uh, it's not going to do you any good to uh, to be that way. You know, you only harm yourself and your families, your family members as well. So. You know, just think about what I'm just saying. It's called free will, and you have a choice. You have a choice to, to be the way you are. That's your choice. If you are prejudiced and you have hate in your heart like that, then then it's time to to uh, start thinking about uh, moving on to another place and time because that's exactly what's going to happen. You're going to move on to another place and time, but it will not be on this earth. It will be somewhere else. Okay, so I just want you guys to think about that because that's so very, very important. Um, secondly, I, w- I want to say that the Benjamin Fulford report came out today, and I did send a copy to uh, to Max, and I did send a copy to Nashiba, and several other people uh, I did send copies to. But first of all, uh, Max, have you had a chance to, to take a look at that uh, Benjamin Fulford report? Uh, yeah, Captain, I did. It's, uh, it's very okay, I can't hear you. Uh, can you come a little closer to the microphone? Okay, hold on one can I be heard now? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I did say I did take a look at it, and uh, I actually highlighted something I thought was real interesting. Uh, I mean, of course, the whole thing has a lot of information in here. Let's see if I have it want to speak on this one piece that I had highlighted. Where is it? It says here, just who was purged from that agency uh, has not been made public by the CIA sources. That's right. I want you to come out and say that about the CIA. Ladies and gentlemen, the CIA has been purged. And what that means is 
there is another group that's taking over the CIA, and this group called is called the DEA. The DEA has stepped in to take over the uh, the CIA, and the reason for that because last week, do you recall what was going on last week? Last week they had a uh, they had a, a big uh, they had a big fight inside in, uh, internally inside the CIA. The good versus the bad. And the right. good guys won. Which is, which is right up the street for me, by the way. Right. Yes. And the good guys won. And uh, now they're under the office, they're under the wings of the DEA. Okay? And people don't know who the DEA is. Who is the DEA, uh, uh, Max? Tell them, tell them who, who the DEA is. It's called the Drug Enforcement yeah. Agency. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, I couldn't get to my button in time. Sorry. Okay, it's called the Drug Enforcement Agency. So what this group does is, uh, uh, you know, like I said, it monitors our, our foreign and domestic drug trafficking. Okay? So plus they work with the Interpol. So Interpol also plays a very big part in this because guess what? They're, they're catching these bad guys even overseas uh, beyond our borders. So all this stuff is going down, and it's going down in a very, very nice way. And I think that uh, uh, some people are about to be exposed. And uh, it also has to do with Hillary and Bill Clinton. Uh, I just want to say to everybody this. The, the email situation with Hillary Clinton you know, she she did not give all the information, all her e- email information up. But luckily, someone has a complete recording of everything, and that is the King of Swords. The King of Swords had the complete record of every communication that Hillary ever done while she was at the Secretary of State. So she thinks that. She she thinks she's going to just give up, you know, some some things. But the other things, she did not give up. And now uh, she's about to be exposed. So she's coming out within 48 hours. On Wednesday, she's going to give her deposition on the email matter. But we know in the background that uh, she wasn't forthcoming. She wasn't truthful in the uh, in this email scandal. So that's going to surface and, and come find out that the King of Source is going to release everything. So she's going to be forced to come out and tell everything. She's, she has no choice but to come out. Also, Bill Clinton is in hot water. He's in hot water because of the fact that uh, uh, he's been involved in some child, child trafficking, uh, pedophilia, you would say. Uh, that's going to surface as well. Um, also, people do know that uh, Hillary is a is a lesbian, and uh, uh, you know she had a uh, well, she had a girlfriend, and and I just want to tell everybody that that uh, that her preference, even though she was married to Bill Clinton. Uh, Bill Clinton even knew that she was uh, she was a lesbian at the time when they got married because this this happened all 
This happened all the way during the time when she was in college. So uh, they form a bond together to to, uh, to get through all this, and and uh, uh, she knew that Bill Clinton had aspirations to become president, so she stuck with him. You know, she could have easily had divorced him. Oh, speaking of divorce, Hillary Clinton is filing for divorce. Matter of fact, she is filing for divorce in in the state of New York uh, against Bill Clinton, and it's for reconcilable differences because there was a big fight that took place last week, and uh, it was about exposing Hillary. And if people don't know, Hillary is a safe shifter, and what that means is she can change. You know, what you see here now, uh, she can change into a, a lizard, okay? I know that sounds very, very strange, but I mentioned this before, guys. That's not the original Hillary. That is a lookalike. That's a safe shifter, okay? That's not the real Hillary. Just like they talk about Paul McCarthy. Paul Mac the real Paul McCarthy is dead. What you have out there right now is a lookalike. That's not the real Paul McCarthy. So once again, all this, all this is going to, all this is going to come to light. And the most interesting thing happened this week. The Pope has sent out a memo. Did you guys remember? Did you guys recall CNN um, uh, having this TV series called Finding Jesus? Well. It airs on Sunday night on CNN, and they talk about Jesus dying on the cross. But lo and behold, look who's coming out and telling the truth about what really happened. The Pope, Pope Francis, has said Jesus never died on the cross. Can you back me up on that one, uh, Max? I guess Max is multitasking. Probably. Max? <laughs> well, anyway, uh, I just wanted to let everybody know that, you know, uh, several times I have always come in and I have always told you guys that Jesus never died on the cross. And here you got Pope Francis just last week released a story stating that Jesus of Nazareth never died on the cross. Can you imagine what's going to happen when when, the, when all the information comes out about everything? Jesus had a family. He was married to Mary Magdalene. He had six kids. He had a twin brother. All this stuff is going to come out. Now you have the Pope himself saying he never died on the cross. Can you imagine all the all these all the information I gave over the years that I told you about is starting to surface? Why did George Bush march with the president this past Saturday? Because he wanted to make atonement for 9/11. That's why. Because stories are, are are surfacing already. 
about 9-11, who did it and why they did it. It has nothing to do with the Muslims. It has nothing to do with Islam. None of that. It was all done by our government. Why do you think they're having this trial for this for this young man in Boston? Because they want to railroad the thing as quickly as quickly as they can. But it's not going to happen because the truth is going to surface very soon. That young man that's in Boston that's on trial for the Boston bombing and his brother who's who's dead. The Boston Police Department killed his oldest brother. They killed his oldest brother to cover up the real truth behind all of it. It was it was done by our own CIA black ops. The whole Boston bombing was done by the CIA black ops, and people are going to find the find out the truth about this. That kid that's on trial right now is innocent. It is to continue to have this thing called perpetual war in the Middle East. Benjamin Netanyahu was here last Tuesday. And uh, like I said, here we are uh, Monday, and here we are right now. Benjamin Netanyahu is in totally trouble. He's in big trouble in Israel. He will not win re-election. He's in serious trouble, even with his own people in Israel and the people here in the United States who are Israel-supported. Even the even the Israel, even the uh, the Jewish people that live here in the United States, they are they are appalled by Benjamin Netanyahu. And I think that uh, he's on his way out altogether. And yes, he will be arrested for war crimes and treason. And so will the 471 members of Congress and Senate. They will be arrested as well for treason and war, and war crimes. So I just want people to know that these things are happening. So be prepared. And yes, the the euro hit 1.08 this week. I think it was uh, I think it was Friday hit that 1.08. It hit 1.08 Friday, I believe it was. And uh, once again, uh, we're expecting to see the stock market to take a uh, a nosedive very very soon. So with that being said, I want to turn this over to Nashiba. Nashiba, if we have people who's uh, Want to ask questions? Uh, please feel free to come into the queue and ask questions. Can, can I chime in real quick before we go? Oh, there we go. Sure. Fine, yeah, man. I apologize for missing. I actually had a call come in on my other line, so I had to take it. I did hear you, but I just couldn't switch over because of the call I've been waiting on. So sorry about that. Um, I want to answer the question, but also I want to throw something in. And you talked about um, the different beings, and you talked about the polka dots beings, okay? And those, those people are called the AFIM, A-F-I-M, AFIM, and they are, they are polka-dotted. So, uh, Captain, you're hitting that one right on the head. That's the first time I've heard you mention them, 
But uh, that's right. one that I and, do and, recognize. And they exist, guys. I'm telling you. You're going to have every rainbow color of beings. They all look human, but they're every color. And the black people are from the, are from the planet Saturn. They're all black. And they're from the planet the planet Saturn. And all this stuff is going to come out from, from the different planets to different colors. That's you know that's what you're going to find. It's going to be a, it's going to be something of of an amazement once these different races come together. And they're they're the rainbow. What you see on this planet is the same thing you see on other planets. The only difference is their color is the vivid colors that you have in a Crayola box. And I'm not kidding you when I say that. They're they're the rainbow of all colors. And they're going to be here. They are a family just like we are on this planet. So you might as well come together and stop this foolishness on this planet. Because what we're going through right now is total foolishness. You have not seen color yet until you see these members from the different planets and so forth. You're going to be in total amazement. They look very human, look exactly like us, but they just have different skin color. So get used to that. And then Max, you was about to say about the Pope? Yeah, I was uh, I was going to answer the question, but I didn't hear it, so uh, I don't know if you could ask me again. No, I mentioned about the Pope has, uh-huh. had... Uh, has sent a letter out to his uh, people in the, you know, in the media say, stating that yes. Jesus never died on the cross. Yes, uh-huh, I saw that. Well, you know, the Pope has been kind of coming forward with, with a lot of things in general that has kind of been out there, but it's kind of like he had at one point, him and other popes as well, had basically, you know, disregarded that information but now it's kind of reverting and he's coming forward to say yeah but this is true this is true this is true okay so that's just the latest one that he's confirming so to speak yes i think it's been a little over a year and he's been popping out every so often and mm-hmm. probably shocking a whole lot of people within mm-hmm. the last year and a half yes now if he could only confirm the the pedophilia then we'd be uh, sitting yeah, free. Exactly. Okay. That's probably yeah, so not going to happen. Yeah, so all this information is slowly coming to the forefront. And even the Pope, like I said, he's, released, he's releasing little bit by little bit. And it's all coming to the forefront. And that is very, very true. And by the way, too, uh, you remember I told you that disclosure is going to happen very, very soon? Well, disclosure is going to happen. And... Uh, we understand that we, I got communication from one of my contacts that, remember I told you that uh, uh, four months ago when you had President Xi, President Obama, and President Putin was at the conference, in the Asian Summit com- Conference, and they, all, and they all was wearing the same uniform? One of those presidents is going to make the disclosure announcement, the UFO announcement. And from what I understand, the person who's going to make that announcement is President Putin. President Putin is going to come forward on on worldwide television. 
no matter what language we're being, you know, even the United States, uh, the Russia, China, it doesn't matter. It could be worldwide. He's going to make the announcement of UFO disclosure. That's the communication I got just a couple of days ago, that Putin will be the one to make the announcement. Okay? President Obama will make the announcement for Nasera. And then I understand that President Xi will also be making the announcement as well for a backup. So all three presidents will have responsibility for the entire announcements for the UFO disclosure and Nasera. And by the way, Putin did not, he had nothing to do with that murder that took place in Russia. That was something done by, our, once again, our black ops who are trying to stir up trouble in the, in the Ukraine and to cause problems for Putin to keep him from announcing UFO disclosure. That's the reason why that man was murdered, to cause problems from Putin, because they know that Putin will be making the announcement for Nasera. I mean, uh, make the announcement for the... UFO disclosure, I do apologize, for UFO disclosure, that's the reason why his counterpart was murdered, to cause problems for Putin, to keep him very busy from announcing UFO disclosure. He is going to make the announcement. Now, one loyal listener has sent me a, has sent me a text. And they said, Captain, do you have an idea when this is going to happen? And I told that listener, I said, we have the, uh, we have the uh, uh, spring equinox coming up. Well, when is that? The 20th. The 20th and the 21st. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. And so it would not behoove me if it happens on that time. It would not surprise me at all if it happened during that time because it would be the start of new beginnings. I have always said new beginnings. And Max, you're right about the cold weather and about the extreme cold weather because it is to do what? It is to get rid of these these individuals that's on this planet. They're called lizards. And they're on this planet, and they will be removed. So you're right about the the extreme weather, because that's what they're doing. All right. Uh, Max, do you want to add anything? Or Nishiba, do you want to add anything? I I had one point on that, and that was, you know, you talked about the equinox. But I also want to add that there's another event that's due for this month. And I have to verify the date, but there's a... uh, there's two events actually. There's a uh, and they're both moon events, okay. And maybe Nashiba, you can help me with that since I don't have that right in front of me. I'm kind of frazzled at the moment. But one is an eclipse, and the other is a uh, a red moon essentially, uh, without uh, giving it the proper name. Those two events are upcoming as well, right around that same time frame. I want to say. Right, you're talking about the blood yes. moon. Right. Blood moon, there you go. 
So I'm saying that there are a couple of of events that could usher that uh, what we're talking about in, not just the equinox is what I'm saying. Right. There's a lot of high-level energy things regarding new energies this entire month. Mm-hmm. And the pivotal points are both closer in that date range to the 20th on on. Mm-hmm. And I won't bring in this caller because this call has been really patient. So I'm going to welcome in Unknown. Welcome to the call. Hi, guys. It's Hi. Jenny. How are you? Pretty good. <laughs> good, good. Captain, um, I know that we had mentioned the euro being 108. Um, I mean, no Friday, the stocks closed very terribly uh, for the weekend. Now, why is it so important that today, I guess, because Apple came out with their new uh, $500 watch. Now, I'm not sure what regular person is going to buy that just to get a text on their hand, but for some reason, uh, everything was all in the high note today. (laughs) Can you just shed a light on that? I mean, when are they going to stop this back and forth with the charade? Um, You know, uh, just kind of playing that big front when we know this is just all so phony. I mean, how long is this going to happen? Is it because we're still waiting for that final minute for everything to kind of just tie in here before the stock crashes? Well, well, well Judy, uh, well, Judy, let me say this about that. This is about profit. This is about greed. You know, uh, people are going to say uh, on this watch, they, this Apple watch, uh, what a waste of technology. I mean, even though it's a smart, it's a smart, Technology, uh-huh. yeah. right? But but it's a waste of time because once we once we make the announcement of Nasara, that watch will be a thing of the past. It'd be like a dinosaur. <laughs> exactly. It'd be like a dinosaur. It'd be like a dinosaur yeah. on your wrist. That's exactly what it'd be like. <laughs> like a dinosaur on your wrist because because the technology we're gonna have with will be way beyond that. And then the the replicator that we'll have, the replicator will will get you in the conscious of thinking telepathy. In other words, you'll be able to communicate just by thought alone, and it will happen. You can move an object, and it will happen. See, that's what this replicator is going to be all about. Free electricity. A little box is going to be in your in your apartment or in your home, and you have all the free electricity, free, all the free electricity you want. There'll be there will never be another bill that you ever have to look at it again for electricity. We'll, we'll be pollution free of any pollutant on this planet. The fossil fuel, the the the, the so-called mother's blood that we'll be using, will be no more. There'll be no more fracking of the earth and then causing causing temporary earthquakes. It'll be none of that anymore. And I'm so proud of this president saying no to the Keystone Pipeline. I'm so proud of him because he knows the risk, what could happen, the damage 
man has done enough. Man has done has done enough damage on this planet already. Then we got some people of our Congress and Senate who don't believe in global warming. Mankind caused this. They add on to it. But the evolution of the planet does happen every year. We have fall, summer, spring, and winter. That's the evolution of the planet every single year. But what man does is he he does he does those things to increase those those uh, probabilities. And yes, our government have found ways to manipulate the weather, and it's called HARP, H-A-R-P, H-A-A-R-P. And HARP uh, aims in, in, in controlling, uh, it controls and manipulates the weather as well. Now, they don't have to do HARP anymore because they got this thing called a killer satellite. Remember I talked about that before? I said, we got satellites that actually will move around and control parts of the weather in certain parts of the country. Right. One day you can have all the rain you want. The next day you can have all the snow you want. One day you have all the sun you want. And that's what they do on this thing called the killer satellite. But all those things are going to be changing because of the new technologies that we're going to have. The, the elites will no longer have any, any, uh, manip- manipulation over the weather. They will have no jurisdiction over your life. Every man and every woman and every child will be independent. And they will be sovereign. And that's right. worldwide. Great. Now, did you um, see, I think it was this morning I saw on the news where President Obama is, uh, I think he's trying to get together this program where he's going to be training, getting a training in place in order for the new technologies. I mean, it it just kind of reminds me of what you said with all these new technologies coming out. It's like he wants to put all these people in place, you know, in order to be trained, in order to do what we got to do. So it seems to be something that's moving along in that in that sense yeah, you it's know working with corporate america ceos the ones that are being cooperative on that right. venture oh i see right i know i saw something okay mm-hmm. all right well captain i just hope i hope everything now for the disclosure is the disclosure or will it take place before let's say the stock market crash or would it be lining up after the crash It'll be lining up after the crash. Okay. Okay. All right. See, the thing, what we have, this is what we have. We have the crash, and then you have the banks closing, and then you have the mass arrest, and then the president will come out, and he will make the announcement for Nasara. Now, we understand that Mr. Putin is going to make the announcement for UFO disclosure. Because he has already put that information out in Russia already. The Russian people, his, the Russian people already know what's coming. They know that we're not alone because the Russian government has been, uh, has been, 
has been has been releasing that information for quite some time. Okay? So they're very, very aware of what is to come. So when when Putin made the announcement, it's not a big shock to the people of Russia because their government has already you know, they have already has already has already, you know, released that information already. Okay. Alrighty. Okay, Captain. Thanks a lot. Thanks for Shiva. Okay, very good. Thanks. Uh, I have one, one, one comment here before we go off the subject matter. Oh, Max, I forgot you. Sorry. <laughs> no problem. Uh, about this uh, information and, and the release and what Captain was saying about Russia, you got to remember that we have sequestered uh, media outlets mm-hmm. here. So, you know, we're the ones who are kind of in the dark when it comes to that. So they're already up to speed, so to speak, with the fact of what's going on with just about every subject matter. And one other point is this thing about the phone. And, uh, Carla, you mentioned that, well, who would buy a $500 watch to get a text? Uh, the, line, <laughs> okay. the, the line will be around the building. Exactly, and, as always. Yeah, and probably around the building a couple of times. So with their blankets and mm-hmm. sleeping bags. Exactly. Oh yeah, just got the sneakers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Have a good evening. Yep. No, it appears some people are definitely very excited about that. Then I. Oh, it must have been a couple months ago, and they I forget which company it was that released. Not that's the, the type of watch with the capabilities of watch you were talking about, but this one was one that went under the skin. So oh, was it wow, like a, I wouldn't want that for nothing. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> All right, you said it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for calling. Again, callers, uh, we have about, uh, I want to say about 20 minutes remaining to the call. So feel free to come into the queue. Again, you can star six in uh, to the queue until such time. We'll uh, continue uh, tonight's discussion. Again, star six in for about 20 minutes till the top of the hour. Uh, Captain Max, do you have anything uh, else that you'd like to kind of share with the callers? Um. Uh, let's see here. Let me take a look here on my report. Let's see here. I got something here. All right, go ahead. Right, go ahead, Max. What? Okay, and this is dealing with the weather. No particles yeah. in the water. But don't, okay, we... don't drink it, Ashley. Uh, call it, uh, let's see here. I'm trying to get... It's weird. Okay, this should be okay. Okay, go ahead, um, Max. Okay. Now... There's been some issue with the understanding of who's controlling it and what's going on, mm-hmm. and then this understanding of uh, the fact that we are in that we're that we are necessarily responsible, let's say, for global warming. Okay, um, but now there's been some information released that kind of talks about the cycles of this planet. Okay and how the weather goes into these major cycles. But it also has many cycles. And we're in what's called a mini cycle right now, or a mini ice age is what's being called with respect to, you know, what's going on. Now, 
I will say that I believe that it's manipulated with respect to what the information I brought forward to um, getting rid of the the, rep, the reptilian um, uh, races. But there is an understanding that there are these many cycles. But the belief is that the humans or the beings on this planet are directly related to what's going on with the weather. And But that is not true, okay? It's these cycles that this planet goes through. It's a living being, okay? So it goes through these cycles just like your body goes through certain cycles, okay? So that's kind of the point I want to bring forward. Don't fall for this whole global warming thing and how we are the ones who are causing these problems with the with the, uh, the, the, uh, the warming of this planet or whatever the case may be with respect to the, the, the weather patterns, let's say. Okay, that's, that's false. Okay, and it's, it's kind of made, it's, it's made to, to, so that it seems like we're directly uh, controlling the negative aspects of what's going on with the weather on this planet, which is not true. It's just these cycles. We have a we play a part, but it's like minuscule, okay, with what how this planet cycles with respect to where it is in you know in space, where it is with respect to its position around our galaxy. It's it's a lot of different factors that go into that. Okay. It's not the little people that are on this planet. Okay, we're 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 very minute, so that's that's what I have. Okay, and again, everyone, we're coming down to the wire. About fifteen minutes to go here to the top of the hour. Feel free to come into the queue. Then, if you're new to the call, all you have to do is star six to come into the Q and A queue. If you have any questions or comments, uh, back at you, Captain. Okay, thank you, Ms. Nashiba. Uh, also today, in today's news, that Russia had uh, has signed an agreement with the BRIC, with the BRIC nation uh, for one hundred billion dollars uh, in the development of the uh, in the development banks uh, around the world. And what this means is. They are no longer using the the Federal Reserve note. They are using the ruble and other currencies. The the uh, the U.S. dollar is not being used at all. Period. None whatsoever. Same same thing can be said for Venezuela. Venezuela is doing the same thing. They're they are dropping the dollar, and I'm hearing this. I'm hearing this quite a bit now. The dollar has been dropped from numerous developing countries as well as non-developing countries. Now, I'm going to say this to everybody. In Iraq right now, uh, they are using the lower denominational dinars. There is no high denominational Dinars nowhere in Iraq. You will not see the twenty-five thousand, the ten, or the five, or the one thousand 
the Nile, the Nile notes. You will not see those nowhere in that country at all. But yet, you will see it in the United States and other places. Why is that? Because of what I said earlier. Remember five months ago when the when the uh, Kurds came out with a new denominational note called the Lord Denoms? They got one, five, ten, twenty. And that's the highest it goes. They don't even have a 50 a rocket denial note. And if they do, they're phasing it out as of April the 1st. So can you imagine how the people are going to be feeling inside the United States? And for those who are misleading the people and telling the people that it's going to happen and, and they're going to have a revaluation and they're going to bank on Wednesday, is all lies, complete lies. You know, for those who listen to those type of calls, they got to start asking questions. Start to ask the real hard questions. Don't ask these little fluffy questions. And and once again, the individual today has said, I got to listen to my handler. If anybody understands what that word handler means, it's a CIA term. means that I'm under control. Because that person used that word again today. My handler. Okay? So just be just be prepared uh, for this. Not so much a surprise because now you'll be getting that information from me anyway. But don't be surprised when this individual will have another excuse on Wednesday and even on Friday. And then coming back to Monday again. If the people don't start to wake up and start asking questions, I'm I'm lost. I'm I'm really lost, and and I and I don't feel sorry for them. I really don't, because they should know by now. They should know by now that something's not right. Well, Captain, and it's their fault for not asking questions. Go right ahead, Max. Since you uh, opened that door, I'm going to kick it in now. <laughs> I can't hear you, Max. I said, since you opened that door, I'm going to kick it in. Okay, good. Go ahead and kick it in. Okay. There was a lady who came on the call, and she mentioned that, you know, something didn't seem right. And she described her conversation and her uh, connection with her wealth manager. Okay. And apparently, you know, everyone has the ability to obtain uh, someone in that position, depending on one who you know. And if you have enough money to throw around, they'll listen to you. But sometimes it's just who you know. And apparently she is connected with one of the top guys, okay? And she was inquiring about essentially, well, why does, um, why have, why don't they know about any of these transactions that has been discussed where people have been uh, exchanging you know, on all these different events, all these different times. Well, yeah, they cashed out. These people exchange. They can, they exchange. But these people have no knowledge of any kind of currency uh, revaluation, any kind of currency exchanges like that, of, you know, any kind of magnitude like that. 
they have no knowledge. They have, you know, and these are like the top guys. Okay, she asked that question, and of course there was an answer, and the answer was basically, well, you know, this guy doesn't know what this guy's doing next door, and so on and so forth. But it was kind, it was the kind of a question that is the type of question that needs to be asked because if you're saying, well, yeah, so and so a group of people have already exchanged, but it's like all this stuff is under the wire. It, it, it kind of brought to light that, you know, sometimes things are right in front of your face, but if you don't push it, you can kind of be, it can, it can be explained away. And essentially, it was kind of explained away. Basically, he told her that, well, I think it came out that this guy was relatively new in his position, but yet he was in a higher position, Okay. So that was the reason. Oh, well, yeah, he's kind of new, so, you know, he doesn't know the ropes and so on and so forth. But yet he's he's dealing with the top-level um, money people. Because, you know, these wealth managers, they work in, like, these stair steps, depending on how much money you have. And this guy is way up there at the top. And like I say, again, some of it has to do with who you know. Okay, so this lady apparently knows someone. It wasn't just what she has in her bank account. But he knew nothing of any kind of transactions like that anywhere in the world. Okay, so I just kind of want to bring that forward to say that, see, it's saying what it's saying, but it's kind of like being overlooked because it got explained away that nothing has happened like that, see, but it's always being stated. Well, we know for a fact of these people who have exchanged, and I know this list of people, but that's just words. There's no documentation. There's no anything. And one more point, and uh, there was another guy that came in, and his point was, well, did these people that you talked about who have exchanged, did they sign an NDA? And he said, well, did all of them sign it? He said, well, yes, they did. And then the question was, well, if they signed an NDA, how do you know about this information? Why did they tell you? And again, that's a good question, see, because it's like who's going to, I guess, if they're going to sign something like that, just essentially have the ability to kind of blow it by telling him, especially him of all people, who's all out in the open with everything. And his thing was, well, you know, uh, on paper, yeah, they signed it, but, you know, we have ways of finding out, you know, something like that. Again, it was explained away, but it was another one of those situations where it was right in front of your face. If these people did sign an NDA, why would they tell you, see? Or for that matter, anyone that you know, why would they tell them? Does that, that doesn't add up. So that's all I had. Thanks, Max. Then I'm going to welcome in caller 330. 330, welcome to the call. I, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I saw on the news today where uh, Venezuela requested that the U.S. government remove 80% of their ministry from their country, ambassador ministry, 80%. I wonder what that's all about.
Captain Max, have you heard anything about that? Uh, I, I know that there's some activity going on in Venezuela. Um, one of those uh, areas is uh, Patagonia. It's some, some, there's, there's something, that's a hot spot, I'll just say that, okay? And that's in that area. But as Aren't far they, as what he's talking about, I'm not sure. Are, are they going with the Brick Nations? Uh, South America is, well, Brazil is in there, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure about Argentina, but I the, said there's, there's, the, there's the main, there's the main, yeah. the main other countries that are in with it. It's over a hundred countries, I believe now. Yes, so, sir. Uh, yeah. uh, Venezuela is going to be joining the BRIC nations. Matter of fact, when it's all said and done, the majority of the the world of the world nations will become BRIC nations. Because we're going into a new, we're going to a new paradigm shift. We're going to a new financial uh, global reset, and that's what the BRIC nation was all about. It is to go in the direction of uh, away from the fiat. That's what this whole thing is all about. And see, this is the thing for me. See, this is now getting to be uh, common conversation, common dialogue. That says a lot about this. Mm-hmm. See, before it was just kind of like, well, if you knew somebody, you knew somebody. Now everybody's talking about the same thing. That says a lot. Did you um, hear or know anything about Russia and their fighter jets doing exercises over, I forget, it's either the Baltic or Black Sea? I heard something about that. Um, that that goes on all the time. It's just maybe it got reported, but those kinds of uh, um, missions they happen all the time. And you and you guys also said that there's going to be three people involved announcing the global reset and the Sarah and I forget what else. Who's decided? Yeah, disclosure. Who's going to uh, decide who does what? Well, it's already been decided. Um, Putin, who decided? Yeah, Putin is going to do the uh, UFO disclosure because the people of Europe has already been exposed to that already because Putin has been releasing that information out for well over a decade now. Mm-hmm. And the United States has not been doing none of that at all, period. None of that, Okay. Right. That's why the people of Europe is going to be very well prepared for all this. While the United States is going to be a shock to them because, oh, you mean to tell me we got people from other galaxies? Yes, we do. Now, uh, each president has a responsibility. Putin would do the UFO disclosure. President Obama will be doing the uh, uh, NACERA, the National Economic Security Reformation Act, and Xi will do the follow-up. In other words, uh, he will have the responsibility of, of training worldwide uh, this new thing called the new currency that's going to be happening. And the Chinese are going to be in the forefront of the new currency. So I want you to understand that. That's going to happen the very, very first time off the bat. Then after that, currency will be the currency in the next five years will be a thing of the past because we won't be needing it. My question was, who decided who does what? The galactic decides who does what. Okay, thank you. 
additional uh, comments or questions? No, I'm done. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm going to welcome in 256. 256, welcome to the call. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Captain, I was wanting to find out. I heard last Thursday that they were talking about Hillary, that her releasing her emails, that this is going to take several months to go through these. Do you believe that it's going to take three or four months to go through all these, or how long do you think this will take? Oh, um, you know, it'll probably take a it'll probably take a month or two for that to happen. But but in the, in the meantime, we think a lot a lot is going to be coming out. Matter of fact, a judge in Florida has uh, just declared to reopen the case for 9-11. And what that tells me, that tells me that we're getting ready to have truth-telling about what really happened on 9-11. Because a federal judge in Florida has reopened the case of 9-11. Now we've got to know the reason why Bush got elected in Florida with the hanging chad. We're also going to know that Al Gore was a co-conspirator of the hanging chat theory. In other words, he allowed Bush to become president, even though he was president. Uh, NBC made the right call and projected Al Gore president of the United States of America because he did win. A, he did win Florida. Mm-hmm. He actually did win Florida, but Al Gore was complicit, and he says, "Okay, drug Bush." Uh, you can go ahead and take over. While Al Gore became what? He became a multi, multi-billionaire because he allowed Bush to become president. And that's exactly what the deal was. In other words, Al Gore, Al Gore was paid to step down and let Bush Jr. become president. All this is going to come out. And Sandra Day O'Connor, uh, she's going to step up to the plate and tell the whole entire truth but went on into, into the Supreme Court that allowed George Bush Jr. to become president. Well, I just yeah. wondered, with it taking, if it's going to take several months, I know so many people that um, are just about homeless and are homeless, mm-hmm. and, are, and their health has gone down tremendously, and, you know, we're, you know, everyone is waiting on this, and that's why I wondered if it was going to take months for you know, her truth to come out. Okay, well, okay, well, let me say this about that. You know, uh, remember I said earlier that we got so-called gurus telling people that they're going to go to the bank on Wednesday and, and go to the bank on tomorrow, that type of stuff. Well, that's not going to happen like that. It's not going to happen that way at all, period. And, yes, I do understand a lot of people are hanging on by their fingertips, and I I understand that, too. But the process must play out. It must play out. Uh, And I wanted to say this, and I don't want to sound cruel when I say this, but when, when we came to this planet, we came here for a mission. We came here 
and we sign our contract and we say this is what I'm going to do and this is what they're going to do and that individual is going to do and some people became doctors, some became lawyers, some, some became dope addicts, some became housewives, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's what your contract was all about. Some people are not going to make it. They're not going to make it to see the announcement of Nasara. Some will. Okay? And I know that's very, very hard to say that. And uh, I just want to just tell you is that uh, people must, uh, must be calm and meditate every single day because that's what's going to get you through. The people must meditate and say prayer every single day. I do it morning and in the evening. I do it every day. I don't miss a day at all, period. Okay? And I want people to understand that that's what's going to get you through. Okay? So meditation and prayer is so very, very important in the morning and in the evening before you go to bed. Okay? And, and, and like I said, I know a lot of people are hurting. I, you know, I sympathize with that and everything. But uh, this is set up the way it's set up, that the people got to know the truth before we can get to the other side. The truth must come out before we get to the other side. And uh, that's what I want to say. The truth will set us free. That's right. Exactly. If I may chime in on that, um, Mm -hmm. maybe bring it from a different perspective. And, again, I, I, I piggyback with Captain, you know, this, this, you know, it may come across as a little harsh, but I'm kind of bringing this from the military background side of this thing. And if there are any military people out there, you, 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 will, you will understand. But if let's say you're not military and you don't have that training or background, and it's kind of, it seems a little, you know, to the point and harsh. But, you know, many things are like that. You know, sometimes... It requires sternness to get something accomplished. It would be nice, and that's what we're trying to get to, where that kind of action is not needed to have something to take place, okay? But many times, it requires sternness to get something done, okay, to get a point across, to to cause an action or a reaction, okay? And in this particular case, you know, from the military standpoint, that's kind of how this is. It's like a, almost like a military kind of an action. And in military actions, there are those who don't make it. But, you know, it's, it's uh, as Captain stated, it's kind of designed that way. And we, we have a fail-safe, though, and, and we may have forgotten about that one. But that is the fact that those who have transferred over can return if they desire, okay? That's the fail-safe for me. So, you know, I look at that whole scenario in a totally different way now that I kind of understand how this thing works. So I'm not, you know, there's not that feeling of loss anymore. It's a feeling of temporary uh discomfort, I'll call it that, okay, knowing that this can be fixed if someone does pass and transfer over. That can be fixed. It's not permanent. It's just temporary. It just changes how I see the whole thing. So for 
the understanding that, yes, some won't make it. But if I know it's temporary, it, it doesn't have the same impact. And I can move forward and know that, okay, just get the job done. The sooner the job gets done, the sooner that transition or that temporary transition can reverse and be fixed. So that's all I have. And that's part of why we interjected about the spiritual side of it, because it is a prerequisite. It's not a matter of just looking at a couple of events here and there. The ones that are strong are going to hear the harvest is ripe, the labor is a few. The ones that know what they know as much as they know, wherever they're at, whatever the level, hold up your fellow man. Teach your fellow man. There's people out there that don't have a clue in the world what meditation and prayer is. They honestly don't. Or you say, set an intention. Well, how are they going to set something they don't know about? So keeping that kind of conversation going so people can begin to understand what it is. So they can tap into. It's about each of us releasing and illuminating, sharing the light all over the globe throughout the entire universe. A lot of people don't know what any of that is. It's kind of like having people running around that have no survival skills because they didn't know they were supposed to have them, let alone which survival skills they have to know about if they want to know. So it's not all about always about just sticking out all the chains of events. Those are good indicators. Those give us hope, inspiration, encouragement, beautiful things like that. But there's going to be people out there that just don't know, and the ones that are stronger, we need to hold them up in our prayers and our meditation when we're setting intention. So if we have concerns like that, because Lord knows I do as well, there are absolutely people hanging at the edge of that mountain. They once had two fingers, and now they barely have one finger that they're trying to hold up and find the strength to hold it up. So others that are just a little bit stronger, got a little bit more energy going, frequencies are running higher, we got to try to hold them down too. That's one of the things that we can do. It's not for not. What we can do is incorporate them in our prayer, our meditation, and the intention. And to help speed things along, it's the same formula that applies. Okay, Nishiba? Mm-hmm. I just got a communication just a few minutes ago mm-hmm. while you were talking. Mm-hmm. NASA, 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 listen to this, guys. NASA reveals uh, that there is breathable air on Mars. Interesting. They're so funny. They're Remember really all so funny. Guys, all along, I said, I said, listen, I said, listen, Mars is just like Sedona, Arizona. Blue skies. Fluffy white clouds. They have they have water on Mars, and 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 the landscape looks exactly like Sedona. It's all red clay like. Mm-hmm. And what did NASA NASA just put this out just a few minutes ago? They believe you can breathe on Mars. Wow! Remember when I said that President Obama, at the age of seventeen, he went and he he was involved in this project called the Pegasus Project. And he was in his jump chair, and he went to Mars, and he had no breathing apparatus, none whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's just like breathing on the Earth. Every planet you can breathe on. Mm-hmm. Just like when I was telling you guys 
about the rainbow color of beings that's going to come on our planet. Because the planet they live on is exactly the same as ours. The only difference is it's a different environment. Every planet has a different environment, but yet you can breathe on every planet. And I have said this from the very, very beginning. We've been lied to big time. And that's why the, that's why the science books are going to change. That's why the, uh, you know, the Bible and the religious books are going to change because we've been lied to. And this is going to, this is going to rock the entire planet once the people learn the truth. And the truth will set you free, just like Pat said. The truth will set mm-hmm. you free. We're headed, guys. We're headed. See, now why all of a sudden, why all of a sudden we hear these bits and pieces of stuff coming out now? Because the media is getting ready to tell us. Around thing. the corner from from that's exactly. It's around, around the corner. corner. Just exactly right. And she Literally. around the corner. Yeah. All of a sudden, we get these bits and pieces. The Pope, now NASA. They're letting this stuff a little bit. They're letting this stuff out little bit by little bit, and then the news media suspending people left and right. Bill O'Reilly got suspended yesterday. Mm. Okay, so they're getting ready. To, they're getting ready to have some truth teller now. I mean, someone needed to settle him down anyway because he's so out of control. I don't even words for him. <laughs> So it's crazy when a plan comes mm-hmm. together. I tell you, it's just when you can just see it happening right <laughs> in front of your face. It's getting ready to blow some people to totally away. Because some people are going to be, and this is what I'm saying, Max and, and Nashiba, and to all the ones who are listening to this call, some of us are not going to be here. Mm-hmm. Because the shock that's going to take place, it is going to eliminate some people. Because it's going to be so overwhelming. They're just going to drop dead from a heart attack. Mm, mm, mm. So that's why these calls are the way they are, to tell you the raw truth. I know, I know it sounds uh, bizarre and crazy, but believe me, when I say these things to you, then you have a better understanding of what I mean by saying you need to know the truth. And I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm just not going to do that. You know, the rocket dinar. It's all, uh, it's been an operational scam from the very beginning. You know, if you were paying attention six months ago, the church came out with all the Lord, all Lord and our notes. If anybody had any type of sense, they would understand and start asking questions. Have we been duped? Have we been hoodwinked? Have we been lied to about this currency? The answer to that is yes. Just like a just like a whole lot of other things, you've been lied to. So once again, uh, uh, it's up to you what you believe in, and you, you have your own free will, and you choose to listen to whoever you want to listen to. But I'm gonna tell you, you will remember, Captain. Of all the things I said in the past, you will remember me. When all this stuff comes come forward, you say, "Wow, I got this information." Firsthand. So once again, I want to let everybody know that uh, it's time to start to do your own research. 9/11 is coming to the forefront. It would not surprise me that we start to that we start to have a hearing on 9/11 sometime this month. 
it would not surprise me. It would not surprise me at all. Because once the hearings take place, the whole world is going to be glued to the TV set. And you're going to learn the actual truth. Why we're building, why would Tower 7 go down five hours later and no plane went into it? It just went down all by itself. Five hours later, ladies and gentlemen. Ask yourself that question. Because it was it was all set up from the very beginning. No Muslims never did any of that. It was our own government that did that. And the people of this country is going to have to come to grips about our leaders. Our leaders that's in the White House. I'm not talking about President Obama. I'm talking about former President George W. Bush Jr. And Dick Cheney. That's who I'm talking about. And all this stuff is going to come out. President Obama played his part. He was a double agent from the very time he came into office because he had to he had to survive to get to this point. And now, as you can see, he don't care right now. But he's very well protected now. Because now he can talk about these things. Just like he blasted the GOP about sending a letter to the Iranian government telling them, if you don't pay... If you don't watch what you do, we're going to come and get you. That's total treason. To have our Congress and the senators to write a letter to the, to the Iranian government. I mean, I'm, like I said before, once again, it's the same thing what Mr. Boehner did, <coughs> by inviting Mr. Benjamin Netanyahu. The president didn't invite him. John Boehner did. And that was a big that was a big mistake on John Boehner's part. And those who follow John Boehner, they will be dealt with. They will be charged with treason and war crimes and other things. And soon we will see all of this. So uh with that being said, I'm gonna I'm gonna say yeah, we have one, one more caller. Okay, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no problem. I'm going to welcome in 708, and this will be the last call, and then we're winding that all the way down. 708, welcome to the call. Hi. Good evening, Hi. guys. How are you guys doing you? today? Good, really good. good. Um, this is actually a joke. i leave you guys on a light note. Uh, I'm just calling to say that I am mad at Catherine and Max because they both seem to wait right until I'm in the middle of something to do the spelling for these bees and I want to know the answer. I'm like driving or skydiving or something where I can't get to it. <laughs> you guys, you'll say the, the name and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to hold it in my brain and then by the time I get to wherever I am or whatever I was doing, I can't remember. So can you go over that? I think Max said A-S-A-M, because I like researching the stuff. Mm-hmm. And then last week, um, Catherine said, like, A-S-I-M. I can't find my mama. Help. You had it. A-F-I-M. A fem. Oh, A-F-I-M. I had Frank. I mean, Sam, not Frank. 
So A F I M. Okay, and then that was I M. Right. See, and those those things are polka dots. Right. They you know, yeah, okay. they come black and white, brown. See, they, uh, they come in part, party colors. You ever seen a dog mm-hmm. dog spot on their on their you know on their bodies? Well, that's the mm-hmm. same thing with these things. Mm-hmm. They're polka dots. Black and white, red and orange. You know, they're different colors. You know, they're polka dots. And and see, and this is what I'm saying, guys. We're gonna be exposed to a lot of beings that's gonna be coming to the planet. The last exposure that we're gonna have is it, it will be the insects. The insects will be the very last ones that will come to the planet. By that time, we will we would have evolved enough, mm-hmm. and, and uh, we're at a point where we won't be all afraid or this or that because right. then we'll be. Then we'll be uh, we'll be uh, uh, adjusted to, to all type of uh, beings, and right. we will know every language there is to know, every single language, including the insect language. We'll know all that because we will be what? We'll be all knowing. Every human being on this planet will become gods and goddesses because we'll know these things. That's why the first step. The first, the first device that we'll get in our hands is called a replicator. That's the very first thing we'll get. The next step would be this little black box that you set in your house, free electricity, no matter where you go, so forth. Okay? But the replicator is going to teach you how to think on your own. It becomes a training tool. Then once you have mastered the, the thought, of thinking, you can do anything and be everywhere and do anything that you want to do. If you want to be at a certain place at a certain time, all you got to do is think it and you're there. All these things are going to be happening very, very soon. So, like I said, uh, be prepared for a lot of new mm-hmm. things because they're coming. These these uh, 5,000 to 50,000 uh, inventions are going to be coming to the planet. Some are gonna, some are gonna blow you away. The most mm-hmm. important thing I like, this thing called the virtual computer. You have a computer where they take up, take up no space at all, none. It'd be a virtual computer where you can actually type in the air. Okay, you've seen it on on the different movies and so forth. Oh, by the way, speaking of movies, I highly recommend everybody to go see Chaffee, C H I. P-P-L-E, Chaffee. Please go see it because it is a eye-opener. It is an eye-opener. It's about a robot that actually has feelings oh, yeah. that, 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 that uh, treat humans like humans and treat the bad guys like the bad guys. But please go see it. It's very worth the money to go see it. called Chaffee. Okay. okay, I'm done. One more, one more, one more. Yes, um, because you had the, um, I got the SM, but the one that you said, Captain, last week that really, um, I was really trying to figure out the spelling for, was the one with the blue face. Um, right. Okay. The, it looks it like a bird by the face. Yes. Body. Uh, they have a body of, a, they have a body of a male and female, but the head of a bird, like an eagle, like. Okay. Those are called the avion. That's A, as uh, Avion, it's spelled A V. Uh, hold on, let me pull that up here real quick. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I have it here. Hold on, I'll pull it up for you real, real quick here. 
Silva on A B I O N Avion. Oh, wait, 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 wait. A B. All right, it's Avion. It's A V I A N. A V A V I A N. Avion, and 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 you will see that. Uh, uh, and 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 these are these are these are people. I mean, these are these are beings that look like they have a the the body of a a body of a, a bird. I mean, you know, the, you know, the head of a bird, a bird, but their bodies are blue. Okay, they have a there's a human a human male body or a female body, but the, the but the head is like a a, a bird like an eagle like. Okay, avian. Okay, a v i a n. I want to I want to say something on that because you know I I I'm uh, kind of doing this whole uh, racist thing here, and you know a lot of times Captain will say a name of a race, and when I research it, you know many times I may just have a description, but the name doesn't match. But I'll find that description, and, and it may have a different name that be the same thing. Now I'm aware of another race that looks like that, and. Uh, and, you know, I'm still working on that whole name thing, but that's hit neither here nor there right now. It's the understanding that that thing that he just described, you can see in hieroglyphs. Yes, all over the place. Yes. So that's not something that's kind of like made up. That's something you can look at any hieroglyph and see. During Egyptian so, days, going back right. to Egypt, Moses, yes. Moses and the Pharaoh. Yes. See, if you look, you, you look back at their walls, Look what they had: the wings of a bird, the mm-hmm. man's body, okay, mm-hmm. and the head of an eagle or or some type of feral, uh, like a mm-hmm. uh, like a ferret, okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they had those back in those days. So you see, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the things I talk about, all you gotta do is just do your homework. It's there. You'll find it. It's mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And they make a point of really uh, pointing that out on um, History Channel too. When uh, they do the ancient shows, because they are, they're all over the place. Yep, yep. And you know the way it was kind of originally kind of described, it's almost like it was like a a metaphor kind of a thing. So that's the way they described it. Well, that's mm-hmm. not really what it is. It kind of means something. But mm-hmm. they were actually drawing what they saw. Exactly. Okay? So that's, you know, again, one of those things was right in front of your face, but it's being described the way as something else. So I would say do a little research on the hieroglyphs, and you'll see a lot of beings in there. Exactly. Yeah, even, yeah you're right. Even during, the time, yeah, even during the time when when Mona Lisa was around, look at the picture of Mona Lisa. You'll find flying saucers in the background. Mm-hmm. Okay? So... This is not. This is not. Uh, this is not. This is nothing new. This is. This is all. No. This will come out. And about the Pope saying that the, Jesus never died on the cross. It was all made up. This was all done by what is called greed and commercialism. I hate to say it like that, but it's the truth. Greed and commercialism. It was about making money, and that's why Jesus was so mad. Why are you? Why are you selling wares in front of my house? And he turned the tables mm-hmm. over, threw the money out the church. Mm-hmm. This is not for. This is not where you where you do business at. This is a this is a place of worship. 
Okay. When you get off of this thing about doing money, well, this is what the church did. It's about commercialism. You know, and it's very sad to say that, but it's true. Where did that Bible surface? Where did that Bible surface from the Vatican? In the Vatican Library vault. Oh, it's going to be some surprises, I'm telling you. People, y'all going to be blown totally away when you learn the real truth about who Jesus was, his family. He had a twin brother. All this stuff is going to come out. Okay, Captain, since you went there, I, I got to kick that door in one more time, okay, and bring up this subject matter. And this is something I'm doing the research on now. But since it's been brought to the table, uh, this information about the gospel of Barnabas. And I, I think I sent you that information. It's basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got that information. Yes. And just trying to see how all that ties into this, because there's some information there that kind of lends to what you're talking about in that gospel. This is mm -hmm. not part of the Bible. It's one of the. That's what was extracted from. Yes. Yeah. Lots so, of books uh, were taken out. Right. Yep. And so yep. I would especially, say for those who are listening, look, look that one up. Enoch. Mm -hmm. The book of Enoch was the last. The book of Enoch was the last book of that Bible. It never got in. And you know the reason why it never got in? Because the book of Enoch was the summary of the whole Bible. <laughs> wow. Okay? So once again, ladies and gentlemen, people are going to be totally amazed from the real truth. And that's why the book of Enoch never got in. Because it summarizes everything about the Bible. You're going to find out that, that Noah, well, listen to this guy. You're going to find out that Noah's Ark was a made-up story. It was made up from the very beginning. It was a way to make profit. Okay? It was a way the, to make profit. The floodings, I say floodings, plural, that's real, the floodings. Yeah. The floodings is real, but, but, but listen to this. There was no North Ark. Okay? Uh, people got to find out. This is going to... You know, there's a movie right to this very day, and I thank and I thank Hollywood for doing this movie. It's called Twenty Thousand Feet, Twenty Thousand Feet Underneath the Sea. Twenty thousand leagues. Leagues, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, in this movie, you have this captain by the name of Captain. What is his name? Uh, uh, captain Nemo. And Nemo. Nemo. Yeah. Captain Nemo. Guess who Captain Nemo was, ladies and gentlemen? He was Noah. Nemo. He was Noah of the Ark. Yeah. Hello? Mm -hmm. he, was, he was a man of ahead of his time. People laughed at him, saying you would never create such a vessel like that that would travel underneath the ocean and carry all type of farm animals. That's what it did. The real truth is going to surface. People are going to be blown totally away. And I'm serious when I say that. Yeah. Uh, now the sto the story uh, is very intricate when you look at it. How certain pieces of it have truth, and then there's other pieces that were kind of put in there. Like you say, it 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 has a multiple reasons, not just the money. Some of it has to do with the control aspect too. Mhm. Mm yeah. 
Yeah, a lot of the books that were taken out, this is like in case of in Jesus of life, things that he did, the gifts that he had, and things that he was doing at any time, they didn't think it was appropriate for people to know. So what was extracted is because whoever deemed that they didn't think it was appropriate or necessary for at that time for people to know, they just took it out. So the uh, Enoch, book of Enoch, if you do choose to go due diligence and look for the Ethiopian, ver- Ethiopian version, right. which is available on Amazon. Um, and also check out Google Books, because Google Books also has some of the other missing books, Dead Sea Scrolls. It's a who's who's list. We wouldn't be able to carry the freaking Bible if it had all of what they snatched out of it. And you're not supposed to add or subtract from, but in order to tell... Uh, more of the story, you have to research those books also. Mm-hmm. You really do. Because they shed and, a totally different perspective about things. And you know what, that's, guys? That's a, that's a power move. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It is a power mm-hmm. move. Yes, it's a power move. It is a power move. And people got to find out uh, also, too, about the, uh, the, the, the tabernacles. The, the tabernacles uh, the Golden Tabernacles is not in is not in in Jerusalem. It's in Africa. Yeah, Ethiopia, I believe, is the priest that Yeah, they have priests that to this day watch over it. Right, and the thing is, you know, people got to find out that the true Israelites. And I'm I'm gonna lose I'm gonna use that word loosely. Israelites mm-hmm. are Ethiopians, right? Yeah. They're black people. Okay, they had nothing to do with Israel. Has nothing. It's all commercialized. See, when this stuff comes out in the light, people are going to be blown away. And and, and there so are a group of them in, in Israel, a group of them in right. Israel that they've been having to fight forever. They've been proven by DNA. They barely mm-hmm. a, a little community there. And they've had yeah. to fight for what little bit of rights that they have. But they are the proven ones. They're, they're the ones the who actually dude. brung yeah. in, they're the ones who brung in this thing called the Golden Tabernacles and had nothing to do with Israel, none of that stuff. Uh, this has all been commercialized. And like I said, for that man by the name of Benjamin Netanyahu to come to the United States and did what he did, it is uh, abomination. It really truly is abomination. Because mm-hmm. now you got the now you got the Iranians help do what? They help fight ISIS. And who is ISIS? It's our own government. Right. All this stuff is going to come out, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you. Now, if, it, if, if Iran was so dangerous, why are they helping the people of Iraq? You see? So you get to wondering, say, stop putting two to two together. Because our government is feeding the people of America pure propaganda against the people of Iran. They have not attacked anybody. I haven't seen them attack anybody in, what, years? Now, yet, they come to the aid of the Iraqi people. The Iraq and Iran are the same people. Just like the people who live in Jerusalem, who also live in Palestine, they're the same people. Okay? You got to know the truth. All of Palestine, including Israel, is Palestine. All this stuff is going to come out. All of it. 
And and okay. in your due diligence journey, you may also find yourself asking about or inquiring about the location of some of the wars that we've been in. And despite the bullcrap that they told you as to the reason, there was a completely different agenda going on. Yep. Dealing with artifacts and all kinds of stuff, nothing to do with that. What they sold people on, and our innocent soldiers went in thinking they were going to help and protect and serve type of thing, and it had nothing to do with that. Yeah, that's what exactly. I call a cover story. Exactly. Right. Exactly right. There's always so, a cover story. So that's what we see. That's what we come to every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday night. We come with these type of uh, information so that you can be enlightened, not for you to be discouraged, but to be right. encouraged. Because a lot of times when you know these things and you become educated, guess what? It becomes a little bit easier for you to reveal some of these things to some people. Yes, some of your friends and relatives are going to be shocked. Yes, they are. But as you, as you walk them and hold their hands, they're gonna they're gonna say, Pat did tell me about that, or Max did tell me about that, or 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 Juni she did tell me about that. Okay, so all the people that come on this call and listen to the call, you'll be able to go back to your communities, to your neighborhood, to your family members, and discuss these things with calmness and with uh, with confidence. Because you know what is about to come. Okay? So that's what I want to say. And I am so I am so honored to be on this call. I am so, so honored and humble. And guys, let me say this. I'm not a mean person. Because some people think I'm mean when it comes to telling you the truth about certain certain individuals what to watch out for, you know, because I tell the truth about certain currencies and so forth. I am not a mean individual, and I heard people say that about me. I get angry, yes, because I want people to know the real truth behind these individuals. They're stealing the people's money left and right, but yet they go along with it, and then by the time it comes out, it's too late. And then they're going to remember Captain saying what they said. I want people to know that, you know, I'm humble for so many different things, and I'm very thankful to be alive to say these things to you. Because if I had mentioned this 10 years ago, I would not be here. And I know that for a fact. Okay? So now you have an opportunity to know the truth. And start asking questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions because... That's how you learn. So uh, thank you so very much. Uh, go ahead, Max. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, with respect to when you were talking about hearing, you know, the truth and, you know, how it it weaves in and out of what the, the cover stories that are out there. I'll just say this about that. And, you know, a lot of times I say I use uh, sports as analogies. And for me, it's like that quarterback that's getting ready to play the big game. And you're doing your homework. You're going over the playbook. And the whole key where I'm getting at is that when you're prepared, okay, 
You got all the plays. You know where everybody's supposed to be. So when there's a question, well, who's over here and what's this over there? You have, you know, you have the answers. So you're not afraid to tell the story. So that's kind of part of what's going on here. You're getting the playbook down so that when it comes time to reveal it, you don't have to stutter and kind of get hung up. You know, you know you're prepared. And when you're prepared, you're confident in what you're speaking. And that's all kind of part of this whole thing when you do kind of, you know, talk to someone about this this kind of information is that when you know it, it's, there's conviction, see, in what you're saying. Because not that you're trying to fool anyone or anything, is that you know what you're talking about. So that's the thing is to be prepared. So some of this does involve some homework. I mean, you know, it, it, it'd be nice if everything could be just like laid out in the platter and all you have to do is just kind of pick from the platter. But some of this stuff you kind of have to kind of know yourself. You know, because hearing someone tell you and you doing it, my analogy on that is for someone, if you ask someone how to spell cat and they say K-A-T, well, as far as you know, that's how you spell it. But when you go look up that word, you'll never forget how to spell it because you've done the homework. So that's the preparation part I'm talking about. Some of this stuff, even though you're hearing it from whomever, go back and research it. Know for yourself then you don't have to try to remember it or whatever because then you know it for yourself. So that's all I have. And with that, that said, um, we'll be back on Wednesday, of course, and Friday. Everyone, I wish everyone enjoy the rest of their evening. Peace and love, love and night. And I'll play us out with Igor Garazinha, Inner Sight from his Metropolis Night CD. Peace and love, love and light. Thank <laughs> you.